Hey, listen to Commander Cookout Podcast, episode 271. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan and We're going to continue the arc of the hell of a Halloween by egg in your house. Now, hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What is going down? Whole ton is going down. We're doing this segment of the show for the second time in a row due to technical difficulties. We got some stories to tell, some people to thank again. We've got a deck to do, but before we get to any of that for the second time, we have to thank our official business, DaddysFusionGamingOnline.com, the source for all your gaming needs. Ooh, very much so. And as always, always. I have an order coming from them. Da. Yes, a new legendary creature to alter for the Thursday Altar auctions on our Facebook page. I don't remember what they are other than Crick, son of Yogmoth. That's the only one that I remember. Is one of them Varchild's War Riders? No, but that card is in our deck today. Yeah, I know, and I want one for my life. Do you have one? I think I might, actually. I think that I actually might. Okay, because I'm... Okay. Yeah, it's going to be a me thing. Of course. On our orders. On all of our orders and on all of your orders to Fusion, you can use CCO Fusion 5 promo code. Get 5% off your entire order. So you're telling me that I can get 5% off of stuff I'm going to buy anyway? Very much so. And support the show? Yes. Seems like a good deal. For every single person. And I would be remiss not to mention that each week they have a deal, like 15% off, 20% off, whatever it is, right? Mm-hmm. Last week was collector's edition cards, and I tried to sell you my Gauntlet of Might. <laughs> Didn't for, work. For 300 $125. I wasn't having it. No, I didn't pay that much for it, but here we are. The The promo code, CCO promo code, works on top of that 15 or 20% off, so you can get like 20 to 25% off your shit. Of shit you're going to buy anyway? Yes. Wow. That is a major ass deal. Yeah, like we're not going to do the math on it, but it's thousands of dollars. Yeah, at least. And for, for people in Canada you can use the code on sealed product as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, they can't mm-hmm. ship sealed product over the border because of, well, I, who I knows still, why, but... I still don't... Under, maybe they just, based on the quality of boxes that I tend to open, maybe <laughs> they just send the shitty boxes to Canada and they don't want our American friends to get the same quality of sealed product that we get. That's it. That's got to be it. I, I've cracked the code. Canada bit, gets all the shitty sealed boxes. Yeah. Unless yeah. you get them from Fusion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Or because or, uh, we don't really get Amazon.com. We just get the shitty boxes that haven't been like had the tops of them snipped off and mm. then they get returned back to Amazon and then shipped out again. Be careful buying still shit on Amazon. Guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we get the ones that the people that got sued by Watsy because they had the, the plastic wrap with the Watsy logo on it and they yeah. opened all the packs and then they just re- <laughs> re-glued them shut and then re-saran wrapped them with the Watsy wrap and stuff. It was Ooh, a whole thing. Wow. But uh, here we go. We've got some business. Business? We've got business. First of all, first business in in October is egging houses as per your intro. What right, does that yes. mean? Well, Kazool, Tyrant of the Cliffs, is a good dad and he takes all of his little ogre children out and since they're kind of bad kids, they egg your house, they steal your candy, and then they burn down all your decorations. Well, usually attached to your house, thus burning down your house. Yes. And ruining your life. Correct. Causing you to lose sleep, possibly your job, maybe your spouse, because you guys start to fight over money. Too it's, real. This deck is the real deal. Yeah, very much the real deal. Sent in by Daniel Jackson, D-Jack, or Jimmy Sloan on on, on Architect. Let's just call him D-Jack. 
Because that's what we call him. Yeah, that we've done a few decks of his. Yeah, and I think inspired by friend of the show, Patreon supporter like Djack, Anthony Bockley's oh, list man. of which you have bookmarked on your yeah. phone. I have it bookmarked <laughs> on my phone. I go back to that list sometimes. I just want to look at a cool list. Yeah, legit. Well, it'll be linked down in the show notes, or I don't know around here. We've done it on the show before, and I fucking love that list. So kind of getting to revisit it in a new package with new eyes with different cards in it. Very excited. Yeah, and and second time we've done Kazool. That was one of the hints on the pre-show yesterday. If you guessed Kazool, you're entered in to win a pack like last week, old Stinky Finger guesser, Uh Andy Beckers with a Z. Beckers with a Z. Like how many? Just one. Just Just one. It sounds like there was lots there. I didn't want to. I didn't want anybody to mistake the S and the Z or, a, or the Z. If you're from the land of the free and you say Z, sure. it could be a common name. So yeah, I guess it's important to yes. differentiate the S and the Z. Could call. There could have been somebody named Andy Beckers who also commented that I didn't pick. Oh yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you don't want to have any confusion. Yes, right. Andy, Anthony, Andy, Andy Beckers, CommanderCookout at Gmail CCO Podcast on Twitter or CCO Brando on Twitter. Get at us. Let us know your address. We'll get you a stinky old booster pack. But he's only going to reach into the bag to the second knuckle, so you're probably only going to get something from the top. Yes, something mm-hmm. maybe newer because I'm not going full stink arm, just stink, stink finger. finger. <laughs> to the second knuckle, as we say. Don't Google any of mm. those things. Mm-mm, None no. of them. No. I feel like lots of people did Google it last week and... Then thought it was funny because they're fans of our show. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So la- uh, last week's last day, aka yesterday, yesterday, yesterday's hint was Kazool is the red or this color reds version of propaganda or ghostly prison. Give them a read, and then we'll talk a little bit about more CCO business. But we got to keep them. We got to keep them locked into the magicness of the show by reading <laughs> like one card. Okay, Kazool, Tyrant of the Cliffs is a five-four for red, red three legendary creature, ogre warrior. Not minotaurly looks like a minotaur because he has this hat on with horns on it. Ogre warrior though. Whenever a creature an opponent controls attacks you, if the defending, if you are the defending player, or whenever, I'm gonna restart that whole thing. <laughs> Restarting it. Got it. Here we go. Whenever a creature an opponent control attacks, if you are the defending player, you get a 3-3 ogre creature token unless the attacking player pays three mana per creature. Whoa. Got there. Yeah, so it costs more for them to attack you than propaganda, and it gets gets you a blocker if they don't pay. Okay. Yeah. A Creech. A Creech. A Creech is good. Uh-huh. We like Creech. That's what this deck is going to be about is getting Creech. I played um, I played some Open Flippy and some some Drinkin' Drinky with, with Anthony Bockley and Lenny and Steven last night. Solid move. I, I, put a Zoom, I put a Zoom meeting link out into the Discord and just said, hey, if anybody wants to come and hang out, I just want to like pretend we're like at the bar or at a restaurant or something and just like crack some packs and and open some some packs and beers and stuff and I wasn't invited. Well you you, you are now and you were if you were in the Discord when I put it yeah. out there. <laughs> but that's the thing that I want to start doing with the patrons because everybody supports us and and CCO Nation is such a great place to be. I want to be able to just be a little bit more present now that I've got time in the evenings and it's going to be winter and I want to be inside anyways. Yeah. 
Yeah, so yeah, winter sucks. watch, I guess if you're a Patreon supporter and you're on the Discord frequently, just watch for the Zoom links of Friday nights or Saturdays or something, and we can hang out, crack packs, drink beers, or, or just hang out. Maybe just talk magic, brew decks and shit. We'll be around. Yeah, I think that that's fun. I think that's a great a great way to say thank you and hang out and get to know some of our supporters. Which is fun. Yes. Yes. Yes, because they're all great people in the nation. Speaking of which. Speaking of which. We've got some nicknames. Oh, shit. Another benefit. Yeah, yeah, benefit. You'd see the air quotes if you're watching on YouTube. Which you fucking should be because Joe puts a lot of work into it and so do we. Yeah, Joe does. He always. And you're fucking listening anyway. You are. Yes, and and thank you to Joe. Thank you to Joe for making the show look good. He always says, "Oh, so many cards, oh, it's so long. Oh, what am I doing?" He's like drowning, and we're just like saying more cards. He's that, fine that we him. don't remember the names of. Yeah. Did you see his video? He posted yeah. the card. He posted the card. The land. That oh we, yeah. What the fuck is it called? That we still can't Tarnished remember. Citadel. No, that can't be it. Tarnished Citadel deals three, but gives you any color. It's, yeah. It's shitty city of brass. Yeah. What the fuck? But that's is, not the card we're thinking of. And it's, it's not uh, terrain generator. No. He'll have it on the screen because yeah. he always has it. Because he has it taped to the side of his computer monitor. He actually he does. He sent us a video. He's like, oh, I'll just take this out. He just puts a piece of tape, sticks it right to the side of his screen. <laughs> Good job, Joe. Appreciate you. We appreciate you putting in the work for us, my friend. Very much so. He's going to put the names of our new patrons, more people that we appreciate. Uh, right. the, the nicknames, right? They're, me- they're medium at best. Well, this first one, definitely medium. Yeah. This is a returning patron. Yep. Okay. Maybe, okay. maybe medium 0.5. Sure. Yeah. Seven out of 10 at best. 7.1.1. What? <laughs> it doesn't even make sense. It's like he's patched himself back in. We just talked about how we can't do math. This is Papa Deal. He's back. Oh, I love that guy. Yes. Hey, seven out of ten. Yes. Mm-hmm. And in the Discord, his nickname, Papa Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Funny every time. Funny every I like time. I like that. I like that lots. I got another one. You're going to like this one. Okay. That's a good-ass name. And, and he said that he got made fun of in school for it. It probably has like penis like right in his name hey you're not that far off but he said that we can use it but we have to be creative okay this is william bendick so it's willie bent dick is what people call him yeah guy can pee on a right angle around a corner the guy from the new guy yes remember that guy (laughs) he breaks his dick and then he gets like expelled and yeah they send him to jail because he broke his dick that's some like that's some shame i thought they sent him to jail because he broke a mop like first he broke him. First he broke his dick, and then he needed to get expelled. So he like tried all these things to get expelled, and nothing worked. Oh, so we like Guess he was, he was gonna like shove the mop handle up the principal's ass. I think is what he was gonna do. So when he breaks it to like get business going, business is about to pick up, as Jr. would say. He's like, "You just broke school property. You're expelled." And that was. Oh. Yeah. I didn't remember that part. The only part I remember is when the girl's modeling all the bikinis and she's got that little tiny sucker and she's doing the yeah. the, the sexual thing with it. And then it shows to the, cuts to the dude and he's got that huge fucking lollipop. <laughs> he's just looking at it. <laughs> Anyways, William Bent Dick. Yeah. Uh, so we've got to be more creative. Like yeah. P, uh, Willie P. Uh, 90, 90 degree. degree. <laughs> yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> and we said it at the same Sound time. Soundbite. Oh, w- Willie, ninety degree P. Yep, because he can pee around a corner. I like it. That's some good. I ass like shit. it. Yep. So welcome. Well, welcome aboard an FU, man. Very much yes. so. Yeah. Hey, and um, 
Let's just keep the good, good, good vibes, the feeling tr going. We're booked for Vegas. We are booked for Vegas. We got CCO Penthouse Two, Hyper House, Hyper House. Yeah, we've got it booked. There's six of us. If you're in the nation and we're going back to the house for for some drinks and food. I don't want to say everybody's welcome because we can't have like 80 people in the house, but <laughs> but we're going to be cracking packs, drinking some beers, there some will food. There will be an opportunity where we are going to, on motherfucking foot, go for machete tacos because we yes. remember where that shit is. Yes, right by the convention center, right beside a liquor store, and the, the penthouse is like right behind the convention center. Yeah. And we've got a bunch of dudes. Some some people have cars, so we Ooh. can maybe drive or or... Go to a grocery store if we have to, because you know food and stuff. But we're all booked, and it's gonna be a ton of fun. And uh, maybe we can convince Stephen to cook for us again. That was really good. maybe he will. Maybe he will. Maybe, maybe he, will. he will. Yeah. I know he listens to the show, and I know he's gonna be there. Yes, so, it's gonna be uh, so fun. And for anybody who who's there and and not gonna come to the house or whatever, we encourage everybody to come up to us, find a game. We'll have some stickers. We'll have some stuff to give away. And we'll just jam. We'll bump uglies, as it were. You can remember us because of the way that we look on YouTube because you're all watching. Or we'll be wearing our fun-colored CCO shirts. Yes, very much so. And anybody who's not comfortable yet being out in public, I would encourage you to just go outside of your comfort zone. Get out there a little bit. Just try to get yourself back to normal because it's going to make your hobby feel a lot better. It's like it's like working out, right? You got to get the little mini muscle tears so that you can build your muscles back up so you can be jacked. Yes. I was going to use some kind of lobster analogy where the lobster grows out of its exoskeleton and, and oh, it gets yeah. uncomfortable. That's how it knows it needs to expose itself to grow. Oh, uh, yeah. Something like that. But yeah. yours works too. Yeah. Well, yeah, because it's getting jacked. Everybody likes being jacked. The lobster, like on SpongeBob, the lobster that gets jacked. I think I get it now. Does he get jacked? Yes, and he's very superficial and not very confident. Well, yeah, but that's like that's his character all the time. But I, but it makes sense now because Ooh. he's trying to get bigger so he can get more confident. We're making sense. We need to move on. This doesn't. Yeah, this yeah. is. I, I think that might have been the. I think that might have been the thumbnail right there where we both made that weird face. <laughs> is this DDO? What the hell? Yeah, what the mother ass? <laughs> Father ass? Is DDO? <laughs> Oh man. Okay, so we uh, one more piece of business one actually. More piece of business. We've we got, got the Kaldheim 2 secret layer giveaway. Give us the skinny. 10 seconds or well, not 10 seconds. No, no, 10 seconds. Okay, so as with all of our other giveaways, just share it on social media, help us get the word out there, let people know that you want to win some cool stuff and they have the opportunity to win some cool stuff as well while sharing the name of our show on social media. The patrons have the option to win either one or three non-foil altered art called high metal scary looking cards oh and they're gonna look fucking badass by Al the way altered by my boy ryan that's for the patrons if you're a patron enter to win all the details are everywhere and i'm saying them right now also if you're not a, a patron of the nation yet you can still be entered to win with all the same entry criteria except you'll win the foil one sent by us to you because you will win if yes. you enter, you will win. That's it's very convincing. But um, fine print, so small that you can't even see it on the screen. You may or may not win. You may or may not win. But you. <laughs> but you, we do appreciate your yes. your few minutes of time and effort to retweet and take a friend. Yeah, it's fucking easy. Yeah, yeah, just do it. Do it. It's like hitting the subscribe button on YouTube. Yeah, fucking do it's it. Super easy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's like <laughs> we could. 
I don't know. We, we could shame you, but we can't see you. So Yeah. <laughs> we can't see you until we're all in Vegas together. And we're like, hey, have you subscribed to our YouTube channel yet? Yeah. Just take your phone and like... Now you are, sucker. That's easy. So easy, I did it for you. I probably wouldn't do that. Because if I could get into your pocket enough to steal anything, I would definitely steal your wallet. And I don't want to touch people's phones. You know how much bacteria is on phones? It's like close to your mouth and your hand touches it all the time. And Let's be honest, Ryan. Little tangent time. Okay. How many of us actually hold our telephones up to our mouths anymore? Really? I did yesterday. I don't very often. Right? Like, so yesterday and then like how often before that? Uh, not very often. Yeah, right? Like, who uses their phone as a phone? I don't know. You can take it into the shower now to wank it. They're waterproof. So, like, I mean, that cleans it, doesn't it? What? What? Isn't your phone waterproof? No. Oh. You got to get a new phone. What? It's a game changer when you take it in the shower. What? What? You don't have to be careful. What? (laughs) (laughs) Just Google it. What? This is something you can Google. This is not, no, this is not real. You are trolling me right now in the hopes that I will shower with my phone. Well, no, your phone's not waterproof. Of course it's not waterproof. It's a phone. Mine is? No, it's not. I'm running it under the sink as soon as we're done the show. And we're going to see whose phone is waterproof. Your phone's going to be in rice for the next, <laughs> until we go to Vegas. Until next month. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway. I guess let us know in the comments if if I'm wrong. Yeah, but, is um, your phone waterproof? Let us know if you take it in the shower. And if you're not well, 100- Maybe don't let us know that. Yeah, and if you're not 100% sure your phone is waterproof, maybe test it. Get an OtterBox. One of those waterproof phone cases. That's way different than your phone being waterproof. But if That's like saying it, I'm bulletproof because I'm wearing a Kevlar vest. But you would be. Well, no, the vest <laughs> is bulletproof. And the vest is part of your person when you're wearing it. It would still blow a hole in my shirt. There's already a hole in my shirt. I don't well, if anymore. you wore your shirt over top the vest, it would. But you can't wear your phone over top your OtterBox case. That isn't how it works. This is not the fourth dimension. Touché. Touché, good sales. We... Have concluded our CCO business. Should we should we get into a deck? We should probably talk about some cards. Yeah, let's let's do it. Yes. All right, Ryan. So we've got Kazool, Tyrant of Trick or Treating, EDH sent in by Jimmy Sloan, D Jack, Daniel Jacobson, Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson, the American Dragon, one of the greatest pro wrestlers in existence right now. Where should we start? Yes. Wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> let's, uh, let's start with the greedy fingers. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. This will demonstrate a little bit about uh, how to make a theme deck, I guess, right? Right. Okay. So greedy fingers, of course, when the bad kids come up and you just show them the bowl and they just reach in, grab a monster mitt full, throw it in their bag, give you the finger and run away. Yeah, but you know, this, this is, yeah, fucking peep this. Here's a movie reference. Here's a deep cut. Here's an even deeper cut. Oh, shit. Is when I said deep cut, you're going to say, oh, that was a deep cut. Greedy fingers. Remember Saw 2 where the antidote was in that case and the girl reaches in to grab it. But then when she tries to pull it out, it's fucking knives holding her hand into that box. Yeah. And it's deep cutting her. Nice. Yeah. Literal deep cutting. Look at, look at the art. On the first one of these that very perfectly demonstrates why these are greedy fingers and why my example is 
on mother ass point. Wild guess? Wild guess. Yeah, look at the look at the art. It's a guy reaching into a hole that's got a bunch of spiky things in it. And he's gonna grab a thing and it's gonna spike him and he's not gonna be able to get it out. What does wild guess do, Ryan? Red red, additional cost, discard a card, draw two cards. Now, if I was to say we're also playing Tormenting Voice, Thrill of Possibility, Seize the Spoils, Magnetic Insight, and Cathartic Reunion, and then say all of those cards are some version of that. Yes. Let's move on to the next category. Instant or Sorcery, Discard, Draw, Extra. Okay, now remember, Kazul's going to make a army of dudes when people attack us. Yes. Now, typically, when you have a Kazul Tyrant of the Cliffs in play, people just... They just stop attacking you so that they don't have to pay three and you don't get an ogre. Yes. So how do we... I don't want to say ensure people are going to attack us, but how do we maybe provoke them into attacking us? We could incentivize them in some way. Maybe maybe we could do stuff that forces them to attack? I think that that would be okay. Maybe we make them go trick-or-treating too. Maybe you come to fuck my hood, you trick-or-treat in my yard. Yeah. And I'll beat you with a lead pipe. I'll, but yeah, you're going to get fucking knuckle sandwiches for <laughs> Halloween. Yeah, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. We have 14 cards in the trick-or-treating category, so you know oh. we can get people attacking. And we're going to start with Warmonger Hellkite. I think I think you should just call this the trick category. It's we're, mostly tricks. We're yeah. just fucking tricking them. But they're treats. For oh, us. Yeah, it's going to be treats for us. Oh, yeah, there's a you, treat. You, you come to my house, trick-or-treat in my front porch, you give me candy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or or you put you you put the candy in a vending machine. Then you then I get money. I got a fucking mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is what this is. Warmonger Hellkite, uh, a five five flying dragon for six. All creature attack each combat if able, and it's got fire breathing for your whole team. It's got fire breathing for attacking creatures. Oh yeah, it's so everybody else's team too. <laughs> if they don't attack me, I'll just fire breathe them. Yeah, yeah, sick. And the gooder. War's toll. Whenever an opponent. Taps a land for mana. Tap all lands that player controls. If a creature an opponent controls attacks, all creatures attack. Yeah. Yes. Varchild Betrayer of Keldor. Oh, this is a weird one, right? This is a 3-3 three, three for 3. Cool. Human Knight. Whenever Varchild Betrayer of Keldor deals combat damage to a player, that player creates that many 1-1 one, one survivor creature. Okay. All right. Okay. Survivors your opponents control can't block and they can't attack you or a planeswalker we control. Okay. <laughs> That's good. I can fire breathe them. When Varchild leaves the battlefield, gain control of all survivors. They all come back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, cool. To, to us. Yes. Very cool. Yep. Varchild's War Riders. Oh, man. F.E.G.F. used to play this against me all the time, but I don't remember what it does. Let me tell you. It's a 3-4 for 2 Good. Whoa. Trample Rampage 1. Good. Cumulative upkeep. Put a survivor token into play under target opponent's control. Treat that token as a 1-1 one, one red creature. So we're giving them creatures. Yeah. And they could attack us with them. Well, yes, unless we have Varchild, in which case they can't block or attack us. Oh, yes. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> yes. And it just is it's, I don't think it's exponential, but each turn you would give an additional creature out. Yeah, it's cumulative. Would it go like first turn you give them one, you give somebody one, and then next turn when you have to give away two, do the two all, do they have to go to the same person or do you have two instances of one creature? You do the thing for each time counter that's on it. 
we would have to read the errata. Yeah, so that, Most likely, it's it's you give a player, you give an opponent survivors equal to the number of age counters on it. So okay. it, they would all go to the same person in each instant of paying the cumulative upkeep. Excellent. Okay. Now, if you've listened to us do Kazool before, you're going to remember us dunking all over this card. Yes. And since then, now that I play this card, I understand it it and like it. Give it a read. It's Trove of Temptation, Ryan. An enchantment for red three. Each opponent must attack you or a planeswalker you control with at least one creature, each combat if able. Neat. And then it has, at the beginning of your end step, create a colorless treasure token. So you get attacked by all three of your opponents every every round of the table. And in exchange for that, you get one treasure token at the end of your turn. But we get all the little kitties. But you get the kids coming out to play. And that's... Or we can just control all our opponent's mana. If, they are, if they're attacking us with 1-1s, one 2-2s, ones, two 3-3s three that they don't want to lose, they have to pay mana or else their creatures are going to die. Mm-hmm. And we could still kill them with Kazool if we wanted. Yeah. And we're controlling their mana and killing their creature. No, of course, when you don't have Kazool, Trove of Temptation is still just as bad as <laughs> yes. we said it was. Yeah, yeah. But with Kazool, it's good. We pulled one of these on uh, Open Flippy last night because Lenny and Steven did Ixalan and Rivals of Ixalan heads up. Oh, sick. Yeah, they Ixied each other. I don't know what that means, but I'm sure... I'm sure somebody will Google it and get back to us in the comments. Yeah. Next card, the Akroan War. Ooh, a saga. A saga. Saga. Yeah, yeah everybody remembers. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Chapter one, gain control of target Creech as long as this is on the battlefield. Man. Chapter two, chapter two, until end of your next turn, your opponent's creatures your opponent's control attack each combat if able? Correct. Ooh, okay. Chapter three, each tapped creature deals damage to itself equal to its power. Yeah. Ooh, he's wanking it in the shower and falls over. That's what that is. Yeah. Because he's got a waterproof phone. No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. That's what the Akron War was about. If you were to slip in the shower and drop your not waterproof phone, which doesn't matter because your phone's already broken because it's in the shower and it's full of water now, you might become a Rage Nimbus. Rage Nimbus. 5-3 Defender Flying. Red 1 Target Creature Attacks This Turn of Able. That's cool. You can just pick. Yeah, you just pick one. Pick who, yeah. That's a removal spell in a lot of cases. Where if there's that one problematic creature that everybody hates, it's yes, like, can we all agree to kill that thing? Absolutely, we can. Yes. Well, let's, it's going to attack. Let's, let's make that. Uh, um, let's make that Azusa attack. Let's make that yeah. Bob. Yeah, what's the one that lets you play the top card of your library if it's a land? Oracle of Moldiah. Yeah, you make that Oracle of Moldiah attack. Thirsty Dryad. Get out there. Get out of here. Or maybe somebody's just like sitting in the weeds with a giant blocker that they should be using as a giant attacker to get them chip-ins. Yeah. Do it. Yes. Like it. Okay. I got this thing. I got I got this question. Okay. So if everybody knows what chip-ins are, yep. though they don't do them enough. No. That's public fucking service announcement right there. Mm-hmm. Chip-ins is when you get like one or two damage in early game. Chip-ins, right? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Okay. If I want to like get a big chip in with a big attacker, am I knocking a block off? Yes. <laughs> so yes. instead of getting your chip ins, is it like get your blocks knocked? <laughs> <laughs> get, get your blocks off? Oh, yeah. I think that's uh, what it is. Let's incite war, Ryan. Yes. Let's get some blocks ch- chopped. <laughs> <laughs> this is choose one. Creatures target player controls attack this turn if able. 
Cool. Or creatures you control gain firsty strikey until end of turn and or entwine for two. So both of those things can happen if you pay the entwine cost. That's fine. It's a pretty good card. I don't know if you entwine it that often, though, because we sort of want to get attacked, don't we? To make little dudes, little make little ogre guys. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have you played Kazool? Have you built this deck? Have oh, you yeah. built a Kazool deck? Yeah. Okay. It's awesome. And you want to get attacked? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Goblin Spy Master. Okay. First strike at the beginning of each opponent's end step. That player creates a 1 1 red goblin creature token. Creatures you control attack each combat available. Nice. It's a good one. Goblin Diplomats. Each creature attacks this turn if able. 2 1 for 2. Tap. That happens. Yes. Very cool. Fumiko the Low Blood. Oh. Fumiko the Lowblood has Bushido X, where X is the number of attacking creatures. And what that means is when this creature blocks or becomes blocked, it gets plus X plus X until end of turn. Sure. Okay. And creatures your opponents control attack each combat if able. So if you block with Fumiko, she's going to get plus X plus X, where X is the number of creatures your opponents are attacking with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty good. Curse of the Nightly Hunt. Creatures... Enchanted player controls attack each combat available. Here's one that I I love the art, but I can't get behind playing this as much just because I've seen this one go really sideways really quick for oh, me. Oh man, I and love it's Avatar of Slaughter. I love everything about this card. Oh, it's an awesome card, but when you're convincing people to attack you and you're kind of bothering them, uh. All in, baby. There's so much. There is a such a thing as too much of a good thing. Nope. <laughs> All right. What's Avatar of Slaughter do? I Ryan? can't believe that you and I just yeah. said exactly those two things, and yeah. it wasn't the opposite. I know. This must be DDO this week. This is weird. Eight eight for eight. Shit. It's already good. All creatures have double strike, and attack each turn. Ooh. Nice. Aggravate is our last card in the category. Five drop instant, mind you. Aggravate deals one damage to each creature target player controls. Each creature dealt damage this way attacks this turn. That's good for sweeping tokens. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah that's yeah, good yeah. for getting rid of mana dorks and stuff. It's pretty pretty good. Ryan, alter suggestion of the week. Oh, here we go. You could paint the little Cobra Kai guy on there from uh, Karate Kid, and he could be sweeping the leg. <laughs> You're sweeping the, the tokens? Yes. They're sweeping the leg. <laughs> Oh, yeah. So here's the thing. We, I, I think that we want all creatures to attack us so our opponents either give us a ton of dudes or lock down all their mana because they're playing smaller creatures than us. Right. That's how it works? That's how it works. That's what we want. That's what we're doing. How do we not fucking die? Ryan. We suit up the kids. Suit them up? Suit them up. We give them costumes and we get them out there. Oh, yeah. We just make sure they're not home when all the shit goes down. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. We're going to talk about some of those things. We have and we have 20 kids at least. We got we got 20 what these are is pump spells for our kids once we get kids. Yes. These are the costumes. So we got trumpet blast. Plus 2 to fucking creatures. Tears of rage. Plus X to creatures and something else. They die at the end of turn. Don't care. I don't care if my kids die if they kill you first. Street Riot. Fuck yeah, they're going to. <laughs> <laughs> That's a plus one plus O. Oh. 
and trample as long as it's your turn. Creatures get that. Oh yeah. Shared animosity. That's literally an enchantment that does street riot. Attacking creatures that share a creature type get plus one plus zero oh until end of turn for each creature that's attacking. That shares a type with it. Fuck yeah. And they all do because they're all ogres. Yeah. Rites of in initiation. Dude, this card, I forgot it existed. This is part of a cycle in Odyssey. I forgot that this card existed and it is so goddamn good. Read it and just bask in its glory. Instant. Red. Discard any number of cards at random. Creatures you control get plus one plus zero oh until end of turn for each discarded card. I want to play this card in Zata because I'll just go... Rites of initiation. Discard my whole hand. One creature gets fucking big. And then they all get big. <laughs> but you don't, it doesn't target. It makes your whole team big anyway. Well, yeah, it doesn't matter. It, 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 it's essentially the same thing. It's the same thing. All my creatures get big. And then you know what I do? You know what I do? What do you do? I, I fucking go past in flames. <laughs> Play all my shit anyways. <laughs> yes. Path of Anger's Flame. Creatures you control get plus two, plus zero until end of turn. That's just another trumpet blast. Yeah, man. Just like Orcus, Orcish Aura Flame is the same thing. We have Orger Battle Driver. And we've got Goblin Aura Flame. I, I emphasize the M's because there's two M's in that word for some reason. Yes. They all make attacking creatures you control get plus one or plus two, right? Yes. Okay. Ogre Battle Driver. Ogre Battle Driver. Whenever a creature enters the battlefield under your control, that creature gets plus one, uh, plus two, plus oh, and gains haste until end of turn. So it makes your blocking ogres better. Yep. And oh yeah, that, that's really it. Because we don't play a ton of creatures that are gonna get. Yeah, in but there. we still but play creatures. We do. Just you know, peep the next card. Moon Veil Dragon. This is a good ass dragon. It is. It's a five five flyer for red, red, red three. I already said it had flying. Red. Each creature you control gets plus one, plus up to end of turn. Each creature. Each creature. I love each creature. That might be a next CCO t-shirt. <laughs> each creature. Each mother ass creature. Oh, kindred charge. This is choose a creature type. For each creature you control of the chosen type, you get a token copy of that creature. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. You make, it's like a creature doubler. You, they gain haste, you sacrifice them at a turn, right? I think based on the way that this deck is compiled, built, if you will, I would cut this and play a, what is it, Helldriver? Helldiver. The 4-4 four, four for 4 that whenever your creatures attack, they won whoever they're attacking. Hellrider? Hellrider. I would I would cut this and play Hellrider. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. Yeah. Because this isn't alpha strikey enough in this deck to, mm. to make yeah, it. Yeah, that's work. an alpha strike card, hey, because it doubles, it essentially doubles your power on board, right? Yeah. Cool. Both are good. Next up, we have a card that doesn't see the play that it deserves. I have no fucking idea what this Because this card is does. cool. It's Homura Human Ascendant. Just, can you do it? <laughs> sure. It's a 4-4 four, four for red, red, 4. So my favorite mana cost. Yes. Obviously, I like this card. It can't block. And when it's put into a graveyard from play, you return it to play flipped. It's one of those Kamigawa spinny aroundy cards. And the yes. bottom half of it is Homura's Essence which is an enchantment that says creatures you control get plus two, plus two, and have flying and fire breathing. Oh. It's pretty good. Neat. Right? Yes. Because it's way easier to kill your own dudes now. You don't need to block with that shit. Oh, no. Just. I love killing dudes. Goblin war drums. Creatures gain menace, which makes them have to be blocked by two or more creatures. I appreciate you 
just preemptively explaining to me what that ability does. Glaring spotlight. It gives our guys hexproof or something, right? Creatures your opponents control with hexproof can be the targets of spells or abilities as though they did not have hexproof. And then you can tap three and sack it. Your creatures get hexproof until end of turn. Yeah, that part. And are unblockable. That That part also, also, yes. There it is. Ferocity of the wilds. Oh, wow. Yeah, attacking non-human creatures you control get plus one and have tramp. It's an enchantment. That's 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 good. That's good, yeah. Dragon Rage. Add red to your mana pool for each attacking creature you control. Until end of turn, attacking creatures you control get fire breathing. Neat. That is red plus one plus zero until end of turn. Yes, that's yeah, I suppose we should have said what fire breathing does. Yeah. Everybody knows. Yeah. Crash through. Crash through. I like this one. Creatures you control gain trample until end of turn. Draw a card. Fuck if that said target creature gains trample until end of turn. That would be the best. Because <laughs> then I then it would be a Zata card. Burn bright. Burn bright. Creatures you control get plus two, plus zero until end of turn. Betrothed of fire. Oh, this is an old uh, weather light one. Hey, and get this. Listen to CCO's top five and five coming up that we're recording today where I'm going to reference some cards from weather light, visions, and mirage. Mm. Yeah, I wasn't asked to participate in that one, but you get me anyway, you fucks. <laughs> I'm sure that you will appreciate what it's about, though. Probably won't. And for that reason, I would love for you to be included. And so would CCO Nation. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how glad you are when I'm there. Well, we are a, what is this card called? Betrothed of Flame. Betrothed of Fire. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> Give it a read. I can't read the black text from this far away. Sacrifice an untapped creature you control. Wait, hang on a second. It's an enchant creature. Sacrifice an untapped creature. Enchanted creature gets plus two plus zero until end of turn. Sacrifice enchanted creatures. All creatures you control get plus two plus zero until end of turn. That. The second one. Yes. And the last one is archetype of aggression. It's a creature that gives your creatures trample. Your your opponents can't have and lose trample. Very good. Yeah. Okay. Those are our kids. Or, well, the... Costumes for our kids. Yes, we've suited the kids up. We've suited them. They're up. ready to go. Where are we? Where are we? Where Where are we going? We're going egging houses. That's our next category. <laughs> are, are we going to egg houses or are we going to dress uh, Kazool up too? Oh, we got yeah, Kazool costumes. We should probably do some Kazool costumes real quick. So we got Shield of the Avatar. Oh, how about you go through these fast? Because your microphone boom is right exactly in the way of this category. <laughs> <laughs> Shield of the Avatar is an equipment comes into play for one, equips for two. If a source would deal damage to equipped creature, prevent X of that damage, or X is the number of creatures you control. Keeps your Kazool alive. Very important. Pen and Blade is another equipment for three, equips for four, equipped creature gets plus one, plus one for each creature you control. Mob Mentality is an enchant creature. Enchanted creature has trample. If all non-wall creatures you control attack, enchanted creature gets plus X plus O until end of turn, where X is equal to the number of attacking creatures. Holy smokes. Lightning Greaves. Sure. Dragon Throne of Tarkir is a legendary artifact equipment for four. Equipped creature has defender and two tap. Other creatures you control get trample and get plus X plus X until end of turn where X is this creature's power. So it gives your creatures trample and plus five plus five at the bare minimum at the cost of two mana and tap and kazool. Dragon Throne is a good ass card. Yeah, unless you do like one of those pump spells where it's like pump spell, pump spell, and he's got like nine power. Yeah. And then you tap them, <laughs> yeah. and then all your creatures get plus nine, plus nine. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty, pretty, pretty dope. Pretty good. Pretty not too bad. Now, now that we're all suited up. Now can we egg houses? Now we can egg houses. And toilet paper them. And TP them. And take a shit on their porch. Absolutely. What else can we do? 
what else do kids do on Halloween? They, uh, I don't know, drink beer and pee in their this the yard of this house that they're having a house party at, and then the cops know your dad and they see you peeing, and you're like, okay, I'll just finish up, and then they're walking over and you run away. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, all those things. War storm surge. When a creature enters the battlefield, it powers. It power damages somebody. Under your control. This isn't for everybody. This isn't pandemonium. Oh, yeah, but it should be. Terror. Halloween is pandemonium. <laughs> Terror of the peaks. Same thing, except it's a creature. This should be perforos. Mm-hmm. Both are expensive. That's why it should be perforos. Oh, because perforos fire breathes your team. Yeah, fire, bre- fire breathes your team, and it hurts all your opponents. Yes, it's one less damage, but it hurts three people instead of just one. Ooh. Total damage output higher. Much higher. This just deals damage equal to, like, your ogre's power, three, to one player. Yeah. Versus Perforos dealing two to everybody at once. Yeah. Okay. Soul Blast. Soul Blast. As an additional cost to cast Soul Blast, sacrifice all creatures you control. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I like where this is going. This is Soul Blast deals damage to target Creature or player equal to the total power of the sacrificed creatures. I assume that's how you get there against... I'm going to assume the last person that's alive at the table. I want to play that in Kalamax so I can copy it and then copy it and then sacrifice all my creatures and then kill all my opponents at once. Do it. That's fucking cool. I'm going to buy that from FusionGamingOnline.com. CCO Fusion 5 promo code and save myself like one cent. Mob justice. Mob justice. This is deals one damage to target player for each creature we control. It's probably going to be several. Should be impact tremors. Or 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 what's the one that I like? Price of progress. Impact tremors. Both are good. Yeah. Impact tremors will do the same amount of damage over a longer amount of time, but again to all of your opponents. Mm. This one does all the damage at once. Whereas for the same mana investment, Impact Tremors will do the same amount of damage over time to all your opponents. I got this. I got this. Both. Or you can play both. (laughs) Massive Raid. Massive Raid deals damage to target creature or player equal to the number of creatures you control. Maybe that one could be Impact Tremors. Mana Barbs. What is it both when there's three of them? What both word do we all? Just both. Just keep saying both. 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 <laughs> <laughs> mana barbs is whenever a player taps a mana for uh, a mana for mana, they take a damage. Yeah. Yes. Dogpile. Dogpile. Dogpile deals damage to target creature or player equal to the number of attacking creatures you control. We can still say both, can't we? Still say both. Okay. Last one's burn at the stake. Yes. As an additional cost, you tap any number of untapped creature we control. Burn at the stake deals damage to target creature or player equal to three times the number <laughs> of creatures you tap this way. That is a secret weapon if I've ever seen That's one. That's a secret weapon in token decks that are red inclusive. Yeah. Like your Naya decks. Like I've seen Burn at the Stake and Rith the Awakener decks Ooh. where it's just like, okay, I'll tap 40 saprums. <laughs> Die. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so good. Pretty cool. We're going to hit the candy category quick because it's the last category and i'm surprised we saved it till last because it's the it's the ramp stuff yeah sure so we got travers travelers amulet sol ring seething song mindstone mana geyser infernal plunge geosurge fire diamond cut that piece of shit commander sphere battle him and arcane signal yes some of those are rituals by which you cast them and they give you more mana than you spent 
Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's great for some burst speed for casting something like Burn at the Stake. Yep. Or casting and equipping Dragon Throne of Tarkir all in one turn. Tap, casting, equipping, and using. All in one turn. Ooh. Yeah, off of like a mana geyser. Get there. That'd be pretty sweet. And then some of them are your standard arcane signets and soul rings, etc. Yes. Yes. And that's the deck. That is the deck. That's the whole deck. I love a good theme deck. One of I want to jump right into strengths and weaknesses. We're kind of featuring theme decks all month long, but I think all Halloween of them, themed baby. All of them thus far have fucking slapped. Well, yeah, we don't we don't get bad decks from the nation. Well, yeah, it wasn't it wasn't this deck that came in, nor was it any deck that we featured thus far. But somebody sent us a deck, and and part of like them explaining the deck was instead of the deck slapping the lips off of somebody, uh-huh. it slapped them so hard that only their lips were left. <laughs> there was only just a pair of floating lips there for like one second, and they just... Down into the dust that down was left into of the, the person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck. So I, I think we've featured some theme decks that can do that. Absolutely, we have. And I think that this one is sneakily, is strength, sneakily a control deck. Yeah. Or, or could play the control game. Pro tip, something to keep your eye out for, Kazool, Tyrant of the Cliffs, is a control deck. It it just is. By its nature, because there's other cards that you could probably play to better effect in a deck that isn't going to try and warp and control combat the way Kazool does. Neat. There's, there's just, there's better choices that you could make, thus not wasting your command zone. Oh, yep. okay, well, get this. I like sticking to the theme being a strength, I like the idea of Christmas decks or Halloween decks, and you whip them out once a year, and it keeps it interesting. Like the last, give you an example, the last three weeks I've been at EDH and M. I've played my mill deck because right. I'm developing it still, and I've I've heavily changed it over the course of three weeks. Sure, but it's the same deck. Right. If Halloween falls on our EDH and M night. Maybe everybody brings a Halloween deck and we all play something that is just fun, janky, silly, and not our regular thing. Yeah. And I think that that is worth doing or or thinking about because it gives us a unique gameplay experience. Mm -hmm. It's festive. It's great for new players to show them some of the culture of Commander. It's great for kids. We've got 20 kids in this deck. Hell yeah. Yeah, we're just going to chuck them at people. I like that this deck is like... A dad taking his kids out Halloweening, and yeah, it turns out that the kids are all dicks. But you know what? I like stories about good dads. There it is. Because I had a good dad, and yeah. you had a good dad. There it Have is. a good dad, we should say. Yeah. And that's cool. There it is. Yeah. Get this monocolor. I think there's not enough monocolor decks out there. Definitely not. Definitely not. You like a good monocolor deck. I right? like a good monocolor. I like deck. a good mono. I like. I think I like mono black the best. I learned a thing at EDH and M uh, on Thursday that. I didn't know before, although I knew it, I just didn't know that I knew it, when Aiden was like, man, you really dredge the bottom of the barrel for utility lands. And in my head, I'm thinking, well, yeah, I can play whatever I want. It's a monocolor deck. Yes. I can play any utility land I want. Yes. And I was playing some stinkers. Yep. Endless sands. Yep. You rag on me for doing that, but like in three-color decks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. That's because it doesn't make sense in three-color decks, Ryan. Oh, fuck, it does to me. <laughs> okay, last strength, last strength. And this is a good one. I know you're going to like this one. Okay. It plays all those crappy trumpet blast and others. Crappy, janky, limited only combat tricks. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And you can, and there's, 
we can't even dunk on them. Like, usually no. you'd be like, no, cut all of these and do it like this. No, there's like there's two cards that need to get added to this deck somewhere, and they're Perf and Impact Tremors. Other than that, this deck is perfect the way it is, and, and just, that's a strength too. And you just blast your opponent's ass yeah. with trumpets. Ass blasting. Yes. I wonder if you could fart into a trumpet and have it make a sound. If you farted hard enough. I'll bet you you could. Probably could. Probably could. Okay, weaknesses. 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 I, I feel like, like all the theme decks, you sacrifice some power for theme. And I think... We just have to mention that because we're talking the deck up, all these limited combat tricks. You do have to mention it. Yes. Which is fine. I feel like the deck might be caught in between, like you say, is it is it a control deck? Is it an aggro deck? Kazool is a like mono-red control deck that people don't necessarily always see because you get three threes that are probably good at attacking if you have enough of them. Mm-hmm. So you just have to make sure that you're keeping all your ducks in a row or staying in the the correct lane i guess yes which is difficult to do correct so maybe it's hard to play another weakness of a deck like this specifically kazool i play kazool in lots of decks i've resolved them in lots of games and i can count on my fingers the number of times i've got several ogre tokens before somebody just kills my kazool and this deck relies very, very heavily on Kazool being in play. And he costs five, and once he's been killed twice, he costs nine. And after that, he's probably out of reach. And unfortunately, that is the the, the risk you run when you have a deck that relies so heavily on a high-cost commander. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Some other questions that we just ought to ask in the, in the Strengths and Weaknesses section. Is there enough creatures that your opponents are going to attack you with? What if you're playing two or three other control decks? Are you going to do anything at the table? No. Do we have enough creatures to counteract that from happening? No. We we might. N- we don't. We you don't. We don't. There's so that would be a weakness then. Yes. You have to be you have to be cognizant that if your opponents are, if your meta is not very creature heavy. This would be a deck that might need to be tweaked to include some more of its own creatures. Yes. Okay. okay. Or ways to reliably create creatures on your own. Oh, yeah. Like you might want a, a, a couple of goblins and a Krenko, or the Krenko that makes goblins by attacking, or something like that. Because you have lots of ways of pumping them to keep them alive. You have ways to protect them. So, you know, it, it could be a good idea just to have some kind of creature creation in your own, in your own deck. Yeah. Okay. Budget section? Budget section. This deck is budget as hell. Oh, and it gets even more budget. So right off the hop, it's one hundred twenty-one dollars. One hundred twenty-one U.S. Freedom Bald Eagle dollars. So that's five hundred and sixty-eight Canadian, which is still a bargain. Yeah, but here's the thing. I I looked at the three most expensive cards, sort of that that didn't really change what the deck was doing. Okay, Terror of the Peaks. That is pandemonium on a creature for just your guys. Right. So it's Warstorm Surge on a creature. Warstorm yeah. Surge. There we go. Yes, 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 yes. $28. Actually. Yes. Yeah. Perforos, probably that much too. Yeah, Perforos, I think, might be a little bit more even. So really, if we just said don't play that effect, don't have redundancies at that effect, or like play with fire and jam pandemonium yeah. for fucking 20 cents. Yeah. Okay, that's one, 28 bucks. Goblin Spymaster, 10 bucks, gives you a, a token each upkeep that makes all your creatures attack, right? We've got a top five in five where we talk about the commander goblins being something that need to get reprinted. 
Mm. So got to think of all the little utility goblins that are a bunch of money because they're goblins that are good. Is that goblin only available in Commander 16? I think so. Oh, it gives your opponents a goblin that makes all of their creatures attack, I should say. It's $10. Yeah. It must be only in 16 because that's not a very good card. No, if if that was... only available in one pre-con. Yeah. 10 bucks. 10 bucks. Lightning Greaves. Seven bucks. I understand giving Kazul Shroud. Yeah, you want to protect him. But maybe you want maybe you want Swiftfoot Boots instead for thirty-five cents. Yeah, that would be good. You cut those three cards. This deck goes down to seventy-five bucks. Nice. Seventy-six, really, but that's pretty good. That's still not too bad. That's pretty good, and so much of the deck that like the one, the two, the three, the four-dollar cards are Commander Precon cards. Arcane signets and soul rings, what have you. And so much of the deck is the 10 cent ass blast, trumpet blast, goblin <laughs> war drums yeah. that are limited chaff throwaway that your LGS won't even give you the time to fucking search if you call them. You have to get these from Fusion. And <laughs> and they're like 19 cents each. Yeah. I love it. I also like that. I, I like that very much. Spice calculator? Spice calculator. Or should we do... Do you mean? Do you mean card of the week? Yes. Sure. I I kind of want to say I kind of want to say Avatar of Slaughter this week. I want to say Burn at the Stake. Oh yeah, Burn at the Stake. Burn at the Stake because you can play that in lots of decks. Yeah. And it's never gonna punish you for it. Creature decks, right? Creature decks. Creature decks that have red in it. That's like most decks that have red in it. I think so. Most decks that have red will have at least, let's say, three creatures. Do you play Burn at the Stake in Cranko? Probably could. Uh, I did. Because you play lots of goblins. You just tap, like, ten goblins, and you deal, like, 30 damage to somebody. Yeah. It's pretty good. Buddy, yeah. It's pretty good. I played it. Uh, I've seen it played in that in that Rith, Rith deck that does yeah. Sapperlings. Tap Saps. Yeah. Now, I should play it in uh, Tana. Yeah. Tap Saps. That's a good one. You probably got a foil one. I got a bunch of foil. I got a bunch of the foil ones in my foil bag. Nice. Yeah. And if anybody wants to pick them up, you can head on over to FusionGamingOnline.com. CCO Fusion Five. That'll you spend spend a dollar or two or whatever the card costs, and you 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 help the show out. You get cards that you can put in your Goblin and Sapperling decks. And it's an actual good card that came from a set that's set in uh, the current uh, Planeron. Oh yeah, it's from. Avacyn Restored is what that's from. Innistrad. That's the word I was looking for. Yes. That's an actual good Innistrad card as opposed to a lot of the cards that got printed in this most recent set. Yeah. Um, Spice Calculator? Spice Calculator. Okay. So, at the time of this recording, 116 Kazool decks on EDH Rackadakham. That makes it number 48. (laughs) Yeah. Puts it right below Jaya Ballard Task Mage, who I'd better see a cosplay of when we're in Vegas. Oh, yeah. And right above Inferno of the Starmonts, coming soon to a deck a la Brando. Which I also better see a cosplay of in Vegas. (laughs) Yes. Just a giant 40-foot-tall dragon. (laughs) That breathes fire. Yes. Yes. We had one in a movie theater here for a while. Like, why can't we have one at a Magic Fest? We did. There's no reason. In Edmonton, right? That's right. Yeah. You called it Star Mounts. Star Mounts? Mounts. Whatever. Whatever. What's he going to do? Come to my house and be mad at me for mispronouncing his name? Well, I wouldn't want him to. Fuck that guy. <laughs> okay. Average CMC 3.22. It's a EDH which I, deck right there. Which I think is fine. Yeah. No tutors, hey? Not, not even, even a gamble. Oh, not even. Oh. Not wow. even a gamski. 
37 different cards than the front page for Kazool on EDHRack.com. I like that. I like this because we're playing all those crappy combat tricks, right? Mm-hmm. I like that. So you punch it all into the spice calculator. 55.2 passes the 50 test. That is a, all on its own. That's, that's excellent. A, yeah, that's a good ass spice rating. I like it. And 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 I think that it fits into the arc well. I think that it's different enough but still powerful enough because it's got enough good cards in it like Warstorm Surge and stuff to and burn at the stake <laughs> that you're going to deal good amounts of damage. Yeah, you could sit down and play this at any EDH NM in your local town as a game zero deck and get a good feel out process for the people you're playing with. There it is. Big thanks to D Jack for sending it in. Big thanks to all the patrons who help with decks and and contributing to all of the different things that we, that we think about and the top five and five topics that we're going to be recording right after this. Mm -hmm. I got to go pick up a brick of cream cheese before we go, but gross. It's for a dip. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. Buffalo chicken dip. You like it. It's the dip of doom, remember? That's what I make, yeah. The dip of doom? Are you making our dip? No. It's my dip. Fresh garden jalapenos in there. Ooh. Probably not hot enough. Ooh. Dip of doom. (laughs) (laughs) In any case. Final thought of the day. Final thought of the day. This is a great deck. It's based on one of my very favorite decks that I've ever seen or been sent or looked at throughout the history of the show, which is really cool, so it's great to, to... be able to revisit that. I highly recommend you go out and try a deck just like this, or if you have a friend that has it, let them bust it out. Maybe it'll be a lot of fun for you to play against as well. Let them bust a trumpet in your ass. Don't Google that. Nope. Speaking of your ass, thank you for t- intaking the show, possibly through your ass, but most of your ear holes and your eye holes and all the other holes that are available for you to intake the show. Big thanks to FusionGamingOnline.com for helping us keep the lights on for you to keep doing arcs exactly like this one. And we're going to be back with the next episode in the arc of Hell of a Halloween on the next episode of Commander Cookout Podcast. Hit our theme song! <laughs> Why haven't you gone... Ooh, it's Halloween.